Hey everybody, John Ramstead here with my co awesome co-host Sandra Crawford Williamson. Sandra, we're gonna be talking to one of your very close friends today. I'm very excited about this. Absolutely. Here on uh, Eternal Leadership Podcast, we have Diane Pattison today. Um, Diane is a wonderfully successful businesswoman and in her second half has launched just an amazing ministry that I am blessed to be a part of on the advisory board and um, and as a member forward, the number four, W-O-R-D, and then women, if you do forwardwomen.org, you can reach the website. This is just a great interview about mentorship, John, and how everyone needs it. Yes, mentorship is the topic today. So we're going to be talking with Diane about um, how, you know, why you need a mentor, how to be a great mentor, but also just as importantly, how to be a great mentee. So here's a little background on Diane, and I think this is going to highlight why this is so important. She grew up basically on a farm in Oregon, goes to college, doesn't like her degree. She gets some mentorship to, hey, why don't you apply to Harvard Business School? She's like, are you crazy? So she spends like one night filling out the application and actually gets accepted, <laughs> which is a pretty cool story you're going to hear. But then she ends up becoming... Um, a global executive for two Fortune 500 companies, a Fortune 1000 company. She's now on the, the board of, of for-profit boards, uh, 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 for non-profit boards, and she founded Ford Women. And here's what we talk about. A b- huge part of her success, and I know, Sandra, this is part of your story too, is, man, we, sometimes we don't know what's the next step to take. How do we, you know... How do we navigate everything that's going on? We feel alone, but guess what? There's people that have done it, that they're they're ahead of us, that can help us do that, and that is called a mentor. And being mentored is how Diane accomplished, and plus she's awesome, uh, so much. And Sandra, same with you. So I, I'd love for you to just share a little bit about your relationship with Diane and how important mentorship's been in your life, but right before we dive into this awesome conversation everybody needs to hear. Yeah, I mean, uh, Diane and I had the opportunity to meet. We were introduced. You know, Diane is, um, as you mentioned, Harvard Business School MBA graduate, former global executive of two Fortune 500 companies, one Fortune 1000 company, you know, independent director for two companies on their boards and four not-for-profit boards, you know. And um, in 2012, I went through the Halftime Institute and Diane had gone a year before. And the Halftime people said, oh, my goodness, you've got to meet Diane Patterson. So we met. Work, Love, Pray had just been published and she had just launched uh, this nonprofit forward. And we were just like two, you know, soul sisters. I mean, we just, we got each other immediately. You know, if, if you're this driven career woman and, and you have personal relationships, whether you're dating or married or kids or no kids, or, you know, you're taking care of your parents, whatever it is. Um, when you meet someone else who's in that same space, it's just like this giant exhale, this, Oh my goodness, somebody gets me. And so that's what it was when Diane and I met and we worked together at forward over two years, we had the opportunity to really launch a, a global platform digitally. And now forward is in, you know, almost, gosh, almost every state and in multiple countries and has all these books that have been published. And, you know, I've had the opportunity to go meet with people in the White House and with many, many, you know, top Fortune 10 companies. Um, but, you know, mainly Diane is just a real person. You know, she's she's married. She and Chris have four kids, you know, um, but she is just very intentional about mentorship. And that's really, you know, and her life's passion is mentoring professional women. So, so listen, if you're a guy out there listening, uh, you're going to hear some amazing tips um, about mentorship, the why, the how as a mentor, as a mentee, on how to do this successfully. And I would like to share with you any women out there globally that are listening to this, if you're in a mentor role or you want to be in a mentee role, um, on April 27th, 2018, we're recording this so we can kind of, there's a deadline to apply to kind of their next mentorship cohort. 
everybody I've spoken to, and I've had so many people reach out because Diane's been on the podcast a couple times who've ever been part of any part of the Ford Women community. Man, they rave about it. They write me thank you letters. And I just wanted to give everybody listening an opportunity to plug in uh, to this class. So go to Four Word Women, number fourwordwomen.org. Um, and April 27th is the deadline to apply to their next mentorship um, group that they're going to go through. So listen, I just want to turn it over and you guys are going to love our conversation with Diane. She's amazing. Uh, here you go. All right. On the Eternal Leadership Podcast, we have one of the favorite women we I, I've had on the call and we've had some just... Uh, uh, great conversations because I love and we all love just talking with people that actually have a dream and a vision but then put it into action um, and that just defines you Diane welcome Diane Patterson welcome back to the podcast thank you John it's really fun to be on this podcast with you and Sandra well it's so fun to have you back and my co-host Sandra Will Crawford Williamson and you have a little bit of a backstory don't you the two of you we do. It's really a blessing that we got to work together, and she's a part of who Forward is today. So you guys, well, have- that's so nice. It's so neat to be able to be on this side of the table with you, Diane. After conquering the world and all those states and countries for Forward, and and now I get to be a part of the Eternal Leadership Podcast and um, and interview you. So it's really, really special for me. Well, it's great for me too. So thank you. So, ladies, I'd love to ask you a question. Um, you know, I know that uh, Diane, after a very successful career, um, and I'm, I'm actually going to meet with uh, Walt for lunch uh, next oh, week. So I'm, I'm excited about that. That was your CEO. But Diane yeah. has an incredible career in Fortune 100, Fortune or 500,000 companies. But uh, after this long career, incredible hours, incredible success, you were kind of reflecting back on this, and I know you went through halftime, and you were like, okay, how do we go from, in your mind, success to significance? And I'd love, in your words, as you kind of were really looking at this next part, this next season of your life after a very long and hard fought and a lot of hours professional career, you know, what did the next, what were you hoping to get out of what was next for you? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the one line that really describes it is I wanted to help women see what they didn't believe. Ooh, that's powerful. And what brought you to that place? Because that's a pretty powerful statement. Yeah. You know, having been in the C-suite of two Fortune 500 and one Fortune 1000 company, and having been married, and still am, and a mother of four, I had a lot, a lot of women come to me and ask the questions of, you know, how do you keep your faith as your foundation? And you are married and have children, and you put some boundaries around that at work. We see that. And you're in the C-suite. Uh, so there were lots of questions that were coming to me. And I also saw... I got energy when I would help these women see what they didn't believe. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they didn't have the confidence that they should be applying for the next promotion or asking for a raise or asking their boss for a boundary they needed so that they could put priorities around their relationships. And I just thought there there was something there. And so that started my journey of figuring out, you know, who is out there that was actually leading a marketplace ministry for women in the workplace that were women doing it. Um, And when I found there wasn't anybody beyond one city, um, I thought, you know what, we're just going to do this. (laughs) And boy, did you ever. And and Sandra, how did did the two of you two connect together as, as part of this? 
Yeah, it's a really great story. So Diane went through the Halftime Institute, which is, of course, Bob Buford's, uh, one of his many legacies. And Bob Buford's been a wonderful mentor to Diane. And about a year later, I had the opportunity to go through the Halftime Institute, which is based on the book Halftime. And it's wonderful. It's about taking the first half of your life's success and turning it into second half significance. So it's at that point where you feel like, all right, I've conquered all the corporate goals and I've reached sort of the pinnacle of my career. Um, now I want to take the second half of my life and give back to others. And so a year later, I go through it. I was, of course, um, the only woman. A lot of male CEOs um, were in my group. And at the end, like three different halftime people said, oh my gosh, it is like deja vu. Like a year ago, we had a woman come through Diane Patterson and you two are like twins. Do you know each other? And I was like, no, I don't know Diane. They said, you sound like her. You talk like her. You say some of the same stuff. Your passion is so similar. You have to meet. And so they connected us. We happen to live in the same city. And I'll never forget, we met for coffee that first time. And I think what Diana was like, two and a half hours, we were just like, la, 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 talking and connecting. And, you know, we just have so many shared experiences. It was really, really special. And as they say, the rest is history. Diane blessed me with the opportunity to join her on the staff of Forward. And um, we've become dear, dear friends. And, you know, I know her children and she knows my children. And it's just a really, really special relationship. And then kind of evolved. And now she's become one of my mentors. It's amazing how God just brings people together. Um, and, you know, for a certain season, it was just perfect. And it was just a blessing to have Sandra here to take, you know, our whole digital side to the next level. And, you know, now God's using her gifts in just a great way and all the different uh speaking and interviewing opportunities where she really uses that gift of impact and uh, who um, to bless her audiences. So, it's fun to see. Yeah, that is the coolest sounding strength, by the way. Woo, uh, in my yeah, opinion. No, if you're gonna, ha- I don't have. So, uh, but no, I, I, you know, I've heard both of your stories, and we have a lot of people listening, and they're all over the world, uh, globally, and and so I know you guys focus on you know working and mentoring with women, but I really want you know men out there when you're listening, I want you to really hear what Diane and Sandra are going to share about the power of mentorship. You know, this is what we're going to talk about today. You know, why it's important to be mentored, how to do it well, how to be mentored well. Uh, It is absolutely, I look back on my life, some of the most uh, iconic or I I think uh, some of the biggest paradigm shifts and pivot points in my life came around some great mentoring uh, and some of the areas where, uh, man, I really struggled. Uh, I look back, I actually didn't have either a good mentor or as also like you were talking about, right? Some of those places where you're, uh, and I love how you talked about boundaries, especially with this, you know, the Me Too movement and everything kind of going on. That's now we're become more aware of. It'd be interesting to kind of talk about how to how you're helping the folks you're working with kind of handle kind of both sides of this, right? I want to move forward. I want to get the raise. I want to get the promotion. But there's also dynamics in the culture that I also need to be aware of. But for yourself, Diane, you know, as you look at this this successful career. Right. I'm. Uh, what What was the importance of mentoring for you in that journey? Yeah, when I look at all the significant decisions I made in my life, um, of course, number one was going to God in prayer, but second was surrounding myself with wise people that had the same focus as I did. That they looked up first to God. And then they also were very wise people and just the daily interactions. So I'll just give you one really quick example. Um, you know, I was a farm girl from Oregon, really hadn't been outside the state of Oregon, had worked for my dad because our farm was a family uh, business um, every summer. And I finally said to him, Dad, I've got to go work in the degree I had majored in, which was fashion merchandising, the summer between my junior and senior year of college. And 
I did that and I came back to school and two of my dear friends who are still dear friends today, John and Dan, they asked me, well, how was your summer? And I said, boy, I've really messed up. I said, you know what? I didn't like this fashion industry. I love the leadership and business side of it, but I really don't like the industry and the way people interact with each other. And I feel like I've sort of wasted my hard-earned money to put myself through school, and now I'm going to have to go longer, have another degree. And they said, no, you've got great grades, great leadership. You need to apply to Harvard Business School. And I didn't really even know what Harvard Business School and getting an MBA was at that time, but I listened to Dan and John, and I applied, and I got in, and that was a big turning point in my life from a professional and personal standpoint. So, and without their input, you would have been just trying to, like a lot of us do, find out, trying to figure out how to make our degree work or go into something else and just kind of, you know, just paddle along and not really be that happy. Right. And they knew me very well. I mean, so I totally trusted them. Isn't that a great story? Like, you know, they just kind of go in passing. Hey, you should apply to Harvard uh, MBA program. And Diane's like, oh, okay. And she felt, you know, everybody else spends like years preparing, trying to get in. And Diane just, you know, like in a summer, right, Diane? It was like a really quick turnaround. And next thing you know, there she is. Yeah, I mean, I didn't tell any of my classmates. I actually one night typed it. You know, it was when we had typewriters. So no one on this podcast even knows what those typewriters <laughs> uh, were used. Oh, the white outs were. oh yes, we do. <laughs> IBM Selectric. Yeah. There yes, you go. <laughs> 1981. And um, I typed it out one night and threw it in the mail the next day. I love that story. I didn't tell any of my classmates. I knew they would be so angry at me if they heard that. Yes. Well, now they all know because now everyone's hearing that. She not only did it really quickly, she did it in one night. So there we go. Well, and so you go, you go to Harvard. And I mean, that had to be quite a culture change, right? Yeah. I, I really thought I was an admission mistake. Yes. Yeah. And so who did you then surround yourself in that environment to, you know, know, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be? Yeah, I'll tell you, it was uh, amazing. And I actually serve on the board for it today. I got involved with the Harvard Business School Christian Fellowship. And so today I'm on the Harvard Business School Christian Fellowship Alumni Association board. Um, But that was my center at Harvard Business School, of being around other people who looked first upward to God for their direction and then used each other to really keep them grounded, um, but then also wanted to do well and use the gifts God had given them um, in order to hopefully create wonderful work environments that serve people well also. You know, it's interesting, when I got out of the Navy, um, and was kind of in this transition where God led me to him and was just getting into business. My first mentor that I had, Diane, you know what he told me? He said, John, the person that you're going to be in five years, it's going to be the power of association. It's who's mentoring you and who you're hanging around, who you're spending time with. And it's also the books you read, kind of what, you know, what you're putting in your head to change your thinking. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is a a theme that I'm hearing from you, right? This power, you've just been always focused on surrounding yourself with other like-minded people that share your values, you know, some of your goals, but also can, you know, challenge you like Dan did. Hey, go do something kind of crazy, you know, from a, you know, small farm girl here from the Northwest and apply to, you know, a Harvard master's program. But I think, you know, if we can kind of keep that in our mind, uh, I love what Jim Rohn says, we're the lowest common denominator of our five closest friends. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, yeah. for me, it doesn't mean maybe taking some of our old friends and cutting them off. It doesn't mean that at all. But what if I really do want to move forward and do some you know, different things and have a little more joy and peace and success, it's actually um, seeking out other people that are actually doing that. Maybe they haven't accomplished it, but maybe they're only a couple steps ahead of me. But those are the kind of people that I was actually always looking you know, to, to surround myself with as, as I kind of stepped out into a professional career. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say even just the forward women board, um, you know, what I look for is people that have strengths that I don't have Mm. so that they can really bring a perspective that's different than mine. You know, example, Patty Ross, she was in the C-suite of Nike, just retired in March, joined our board March of 2017, joined our board in um, January of this year. And, you know, her whole background is branding and product development. And she was at Nike for 34 years. So you can imagine the perspective she brings to me and the rest of the organization versus my background, which was all B2B and commercial real estate. Um, it's just awesome to have that strength. And, you know, we we have different things that we mentor each other with. Yeah, so, and um, just for everybody out there listening, you know, uh, Di- the Diane's uh, ministry is Forward Women, but that's just so everybody can look that up as you're listening. It's the number four, then the word, word, W-O-R-D, women.org. So if you guys want to be looking this up as you're listening, when uh, that is this incredible mentor organization that we're going to be talking a little bit more about. But, um, you know, so Sandra, when, when you were, and, and Diane, when you were working together, um, and now I know your your last year you worked with one hundred and twenty five thousand women. Uh, is that just now in the U.S. or is that kind of moved outside the U.S.? What does that look like? Yeah, so about fifteen percent of our readership is outside the United States. So that's of that one hundred twenty five thousand. Um, so we have. 125,000 that are interacting with us digitally, either through our website, social media, or our email. Um, but we have about 3,000 that are then coming, I say, down the funnel, and they're joining a local group in 24 of the cities that we're in where they want to be in authentic community on a consistent basis with other women who are like them. And then they come down the funnel even more, and in April, we'll finalize our 17th class, and we'll have about 350 who have finished our mentor program. Hey, and I just want to put in a plug for you, because you came on two years ago, Diane, and I unsolicited, I got an email that I I forwarded you from a woman who had heard about it, plugged into a local group, and sent me a thank you email saying this was this has been life changing. She's met some of the most amazing people in her life. It's encouraged her to just move forward into all these different areas of her life, professionally, personally, her her marriage, and so you guys are just doing incredible work and blessing people. Um, and I'd love to circle back and hear from maybe both of you. Uh, why is it important to actually be in relationship with somebody who's in that mentorship role in your life? Yeah. Well, I'll just share some some research that's been done. Yeah. Um, so this isn't just from Diane. This is, this is actual research that's been done by Catalyst, the mm. Center for Work-Life Balance, and Harvard Business Review. So three different organizations did research keeping everything else constant. They wanted to see what were the key determinants of professional success. So we're only Mm -hmm. talking professional, but um, when they kept everything constant, you know, economic, uh, status, education, et cetera, the two key determinants of professional success were your network, which you talked about a little bit earlier, and then second did you have mentors or sponsors in your life? Mm. So if you were a person that said, how can I be better? Those two things would be what I would recommend that you do before anything else is build a great network and have an engagement with a mentor and within your company they basically called sponsors where people are willing to really put their neck on the line for you um, is what a sponsor is called. So, and I can share just one quick example. So Don Williams, who was the CEO of Trammell Crow Company when I joined, was a mentor of mine. 
um, I ask him, I was kind of, so this will give you a, a little point for, for our, how do you find mentors, et cetera. I actually just picked up the phone, called the CEO of Trammell Crow. There were 1,200 people at Trammell Crow Company when I joined. And what was your position I, at the time? I was a leasing agent. Okay, so this guy is way, <laughs> way, way, way up the org chart, correct? Yes, Good way, for way you. up. <laughs> okay. And I knew he, his faith was very important to him. His relationships were his priority, and he was going to be leading the company with the values that I agreed with. So he said yes. Well, I met with Don maybe two years ago. I have kept in touch with him all my life. But I said to him, Don, I know you were one of those sponsors. And I now have figured it out that there were meetings where there was an opportunity for someone to move in a big spot. And you said, why don't we consider Diane Patterson? You were like my sponsor. He wouldn't own up to it. He just smiled. That's awesome. Isn't that great? Can you imagine the uh, the guts it takes? How old were you, Diane? I was uh, probably 27. So 27, and she, you know, rings the CEO as a leasing agent. It's like, hey, I'm looking for a mentor. Would you like to apply? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it's what Forward is all about is giving women the courage to do just that. And, you know, when I came up with my, you know, 25 plus year corporate career, um, you think that, you know, gosh, I'm going to always be the only woman. I'm going to always be the only Christian, you know, and, and you feel very alone. And so when I went to my, I tell this story all the time. I told it at DBU a few weeks ago when I spoke, I, <clears throat> I went to my first forward event and I wept like a baby because there were 60 other people in the room that were just as career driven as me, that were just as committed to the Lord, that were just in love, you know, as much in love with their family. Um, and all of a sudden I was like, where have you people been all my life? Because you feel like, you know, because there's, there's just not a lot of um you know, corporate minded women that are as career driven as they are driven for the Lord and their family. It's just a, it's a triangle that not many people try to juggle. So it was just an immediate sense of you get me, you know? And so that is exactly what forward does is, you know, you feel like you're in a community and that people get you. But then like Diane said in the beginning, it's helping women believe in the things that, um, you know, they otherwise wouldn't believe in, in, in terms of themselves and their confidence and what they can do. And it is life changing. I mean, one of my favorite parts is reading the testimonials and these videos, you know, people that come out of the woodwork and say, Hey, you didn't just change my career, you changed my marriage, you changed my life. Um, you know, some of my best friends now are forward women. Um, and, and you give me the courage to just keep plugging away. So it's, it's really an amazing organization. And the mentor program, Diane just kind of glossed over that. So, you know, I started my career at Procter & Gamble. They had a mentor program and it was sort of like, hey, Sandra, meet Corinne. Corinne, meet Sandra. Good luck with that. And, you know, thank goodness I liked her and we became great friends and, you know, we, we still have a mentoring relationship, um, more of a friendship now after all these years. But what's different about Ford's mentor program, and I'll let Diane talk about it, but it's an actual structured program that has deliverables and, and action steps and um, so that it, it immediately takes all the guesswork out of it. You know, if someone's never been a mentor or never been a mentee, um, sometimes you're kind of like, gosh, I don't, I'm, uh, what do I do? Do I just meet him for love? Um, and so, Diane, why don't you talk about that? Because there are all these CEOs out there listening. There are all these people that are in HR, all these people out there who are running their own business that are listening to this, who, you know, can call forward and say, hey, come run my mentor program. So, you know, t tell the tell the audience a little bit about it because it's extremely special. I, in all my years, have never come across anything else like it. Sure. Well, I would say there's probably three three keys to it. You know, so number one, obviously, it is a mentor program where God is guiding us all the way through. Um, number two, it's 10 weeks long. 
it requires a six-hour commitment by the mentor. And the reason it is that short, because the two that my team and I implemented Trammel Crow and CBR, CBRE were nine month long or year long, but I wanted to be able to go to people like Sandra and say, I just need six hours. Would you mentor a woman in our mentor program? And we have the, you know, the former uh, C-suite woman at Nike. You know, we have the former CFO of Kimberly Clark. I mean, I can go on and on because we make it be very compact and then I'll get to number three, which is structured that Sandra brought up. And the reality with this compact is 80% of our mentor pairs are still in touch with each other, even from the ones that were in the 2013 class. So the key is you build something that they can really uh, build a relationship and a trusted relationship around and what we've seen is they even continue on a real informal basis. And so number three is a structure. And, you know, we started with, they take strength finders. So they know what each other strengths are. So they know how they can interact well. And then they build their personal vision statement. They, then the third, they actually build their goals around spiritual, relational, and professional. And then they dive deep around those three um, areas, spiritual, relational, and professional with an action plan. And then we end the class with a call with women all over the world. I mean, we've had women from Australia to Japan to Hong Kong to London um, who have been in our mentor program, and they hear from each other what was the biggest impact through this program. And so they build some community there at the end. So that sort of goes through the three keys that it's guided by God, it's compact, and it's structured. And that's one-on-one with somebody else. So here's what I'd love to ask you, because I don't don't think it's taught very well. And there's a lot of mentor programs. I do a lot of work with the government, the military, and large corporations. Um, What does it take to be a good mentor, because we have a lot of people that are listening that are kind of in that world that could definitely be good mentors. And also, what, what what does it look like to be a good mentee? Let's kind of dive into both of those. So let's start with being a great mentor. What does yeah. that look like? Right. Well, and I think of some of our mentors who, you know, we do a survey at, at the end of every one of our classes. Um, yeah. So these five really come from what I've seen from now 348 mentors. Uh, number one, they know how to build trust with their mentee. You know, we want the mentee to know that they can share anything and it stops between the two of them. Mm. Second, they know how to listen. And we really want our mentors to just be listening and ask questions. Um, and a good mentor will do that. You know, third, we want them to be positive versus negative. We, we just see the power of positive when our mentors are really focusing on their strengths or, or, or the positive side. Um, number four is really focusing, and hopefully our program helps them with this, but really focusing them around, you know, what's the one key goal spiritually? What's the one key goal relationally? What's the one key goal professionally? You know, so many people get so scattered because they're not focused. And I think helping them be very focused is um is a great quality of a mentor. And then last of all, being consistent. You know, I think especially today, there's a lot of people that go in in and out of people's lives. And for us to have a mentor that's always on the call when she's, uh, you know, when the mentee has arranged it with her, you know, to to be that consistent voice um, with her as she goes through the program. So those are really the key five, John, that I've seen is, you know, build a trusted relationship, 
a good listener, build the relationship with a lot of positivity, um, be focused, and consistency. I think that's awesome. You know, that consistency, I think, is really important because I've been working with, you know, some mentors and they cancel two or three meetings in a row. And then you just feel like you're just not a priority. And I think it really changes the dynamic of kind of how you view the relationship, what you want to share. So what you're saying is if you want to step in the role of a mentor, like you said, right, you just do it with six hours. Just make sure if you're going to take somebody on and mentor them that you can meet with them consistent, you know, consistently create that safe place. Don't judge, be positive. And you can, you know, you'll have that be that you'll create that space to influence uh, and shape the direction of this person that you're working with, which is incredible because we're, you know, we're all about, you know, creating legacies here. So that's exactly what that is, right? Right. Exactly. You want to apply now to be in the, What's that, Sandra? You want to apply to be a mentee in the program now, don't you, John? Yes, I'm going to ask um, <laughs> Diane to be my mentor here at the end of the program. I know, I know. It's You know, what Diane taught me, she said it earlier, but she taught me to be intentional with every moment and every relationship. And I think that's something that we... Mm. Uh, we we either take for granted or we're just clueless about one or the other. Um, and she is just extremely intentional when she, you know, takes on a mentor relationship or she takes on a project or she's going to write a book or she's going to launch a nonprofit. She just is completely focused and intentional is always the word I use to Diane. And, you know, but married mother of four, you, you know, extremely successful uh, corporate career and now extremely successful second half ministry and all these boards she sits on and everything, but she never misses an appointment. She is never late. She always follows up. It's just that intentionality in a mentoring relationship is just a true godsend. And, you know, I don't say thank you enough for that, Diane. Oh, well, thank you, Sandra. We are blessed to have an amazing team of mentors, I'll tell you. A lot that I've learned from. It's a great program. Well, and you know, Diane, I, I have to ask this because you and I have that sort of shared uh, upbringing. We both grew up uh, in a rural environment, you know, kind of on farms with super strong dads and um you know, I didn't have a brother, so I was kind of the I was kind of the boy on the farm. You were sort of your dad's right hand person. Um, you know, what do you think? People ask me a lot about that, but how do you think that upbringing? Where, you know, John, she's got great stories. She was running the um, she calls it the the stand, or what do you call it, Diane? The yeah, the, uh, the fruit stand. The, the fruit stand. <laughs> but then I saw pictures of it, and it's like a gigantic farmer's market, um, you know, from from the, the farm, because they were the real deal. They were like a professional working farm. And how old were you when you were running this fruit stand? Yeah, probably about 17 when my dad really relinquished it. Yeah. And, and, you know, all these employees that were old enough to be her parents and grandparents and she was running the show, um, you know, and I always say, you know, growing up with a dad that believed in me, you know, growing up with a, a strong male figure that from a young age gave me responsibility and believed in me and treated me, you know, in some instances as his, spe- as his peer was really life changing. And I know you agree with that, but could you sort of elaborate on that? how that upbringing really set you up for success. Yeah. I, you know, Sandra, you you hit it, and, and I'm going to bring my mom into it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was this, um, you know, very generous and kind, but also worked very hard. So I saw the way he worked, and he did. I mean, I think the hardest job I've ever had in my life was running a peach picking crew of about 60 people at 16 years old. And, you know, some of them were teenagers, some of them were retirees, some of them were immigrants, and some of them, you know, were people that were really having a hard time holding any other job. So uh, that was 
that was, uh, he showed a lot of um, trust to have me do that at 16 years old and did um, require me to take responsibility and learn responsibility and what that all means at a pretty young age. So my dad was an amazing part of forming who I am today. And then my mom, I mean, she was the one that told me every day, if you want to be president of the United, United States, go for it. And so I never had a mom that like discounted who I could be or what I could become. It was whatever you want to do, you can do it. Um, so, you know, when I take strength finders, self-assured is one of my top five. And I know that came from my mom. So question for you ladies, because you guys grew up with some very healthy relationships with men. Your, your, you know, men around you, brothers, father, uh, Diane, you know, as you've worked with so many women, right? I'm sure a lot of women don't share that experience and you're encouraging them to reach out to other men and actually develop kind of this trusting mentor relationship. What are, what are some things that you found that have helped people kind of move into that? Or is that even the, maybe the right question to ask? What do you think? Yeah, no, I think it's important. I mean, obviously, to be successful in the business world, you've got to be able to know how to work with both genders. And God has gifted men and women with amazing gifts. And the key is if we can all use all of those gifts to serve him, the kingdom is just going to grow exponentially. So it's critical for um, men and women alike to know how to be in a collaborative team environment with men and women. Um, so I think that, you know, number one through forward, we do, our mentor program is uh, just women mentoring women mm -hmm. uh, because we we feel like there's a lot of those conversations that they might not have with a man. Mm -hmm. um, I even think of a lot of the ones I have with my mentors I probably wouldn't have had with Don Williams or Dan and John or Bob Buford or some of the people that have been mentors in parts of my life. And we want the Forward Mentor Program to be a, a whole program, but also uh, your whole life. But also, I think it is really important to learn the structure of a mentor relationship so that you can approach a man and um, and be able to build have mentors in your life that's also somebody that you would um, learn a lot from. And it would be a real wonderful relationship between a man and a woman. So um, hopefully this gives them some tools. That's awesome. Now, now let's talk because in the time that we have left, um, I'd love for you to speak to with both of your experience, you and Sandra, what does it take to actually be mentored well, to be that mentee that actually, because uh, something you said that I think is remarkable is 80% of the mentor-mentee relationships have continued to stay in communication. Um, and I, I would uh, bet if we look kind of behind the covers, the mentee is the person that's actually reaching out and staying in touch and, you know, doing some really good things uh, to, de you know, develop and honor that relationship. Yeah, that is a great question. It's funny. Even this weekend, I had a woman that I mentored from who moved from Dallas to Amazon in Seattle reach out to me and she said, hey. I need a Diane check-in. When mm -hmm. can we, you know, have a 30-minute call? So we scheduled that this weekend. Uh, and, and I think that, um, you know, when I think about a mentee in the mentor program, you know, the, the three things I think about are um, that they're responsible, um, that they follow through, and that they're also very appreciative and respectful. And I can dive into each of those a little bit. Um, yeah, please. You know, the responsibility. I think of um, my first mentee at Trammell Crow Company, Karen. Um, Karen, you know, was emphatic about setting up our calls. She would even provide me with the homework she did in between. She would put together an agenda for our call. And then afterward, I got 
probably two or three articles that even referred to what we talked about in our call. I mean, she was the ultimate when it came to, you know, responsibility and follow through. So I think, and you know, so, when and I she think, did all this on your, on her own, right? You didn't say, here's what I expect. She just showed up and she's like all in because I want to get everything out of my relationship with Diane that I can. Yeah. That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. She, and she's a, Karen Whitney's amazing woman. Um, and so I, th- I think about that responsibility and that follow through. And we try to teach that through the mentor program at Forward. We say it is not the mentor's responsibility to set up the calls. It's yours. It's you need to prepare what you'd like to talk about, what you want to get out of each call. Um, they are there to do the things that I talked about earlier. And then the last um that I mentioned is appreciative and respectful. It's really interesting that one um, mentee I have, which is much more of an informal, he and I never went through a program together, but it's Lopez Lamont, who's a three-time Olympian, a lost boy of Sudan. Mm. Um, He uh, runs for the United States and was in Beijing and London and Every time I spend time with him, and you know, he's obviously, if you look up Lopez Lamont, I mean, he's like world renowned, especially in the track and field world. And every time I'm with him, and he acts like I had given him such a gift to spend an hour with him. I'm like, are you kidding, Lopez? I mean, you are amazing. And I am so blessed to get to you see what's happened in your life. Because when we met, he just started with Nike and I had the opportunity to help him with things he wasn't great at. You know, I said, Lopez, you need to write a book. Lopez, you need to build a foundation. Lopez, I'm going to connect you with World Vision. Now there's this thing called Team World Vision for South Sudan. They're getting close to have raised $3 million um, since 2011. So, you know, I just think about Lopez and you think about who is the person you would think would be the least appreciative just because of his his worldly status. Um, and he's actually the most appreciative of any mentee I've ever had. That's incredible. Now, how do people – now, people have been listening. Um, and and guys out there, sorry, um, you uh, – there there is a ton of great mentoring programs for professional men – uh, if you're if you're having a problem finding, you know, reach out to us. Let me know. But for the women listening who would love to either be mentored or be a mentee or be part of this amazing community, it's online and you're in cities. We're actually launching in Denver. I saw your announcement. You're yeah. having a meeting here in Denver very shortly. So, um, but it's the website is the number four. Then the then w o r d women dot org. And where would you point people toward? I know you have an amazing blog and, and content and resources you constantly put out. Could you share a little bit about uh, kind of what the Forward Women uh, community, Diane, as we wrap up? Sure. Um, so, yeah, just as John said, if you just go to the number four wordwomen.org, go to our, our website, um, you can sign up to receive our blogs that actually come out twice a week. And it's really one written by us and one that we bring in secular and non-secular um, articles that will really help you around everything we talked about today. Um, secondly, if you want to get involved in a local group, or actually I'm going to be in Colorado Springs this week, um, and then Denver's launching towards the end of this month, um, you just go on our website and look at the city map, and you click on the city, and then there's events so you can get plugged into a local group. And then for our mentor program, we have uh, classes three times a year. So you go to that mentor page and you can apply for to be a mentor or to be a mentee. And those are the three easy way to get plugged in. That's awesome. So just as we wrap up, any just final thoughts you'd like to leave with, with everybody, Diane? Find a mentor. <laughs> I'm telling you, in my life, I still have lots of people that are my mentors in different ways. And then I also say, you know, then pay it forward because everyone can mentor someone else. 
mentor and pay it forward. Sandra, I know that you, uh, that is, that's speaking your language, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, Forward is an amazing organization. Every every speaking opportunity I have, every executive coaching relationship I have, I always uh, send them to Forward because, you know, you can have a, a great mentor or a great sponsor at work, but the sense of community that Forward brings also um, is amazing. So it's much more than a one-on-one mentor relationship, as Diane mentioned. And it's these local groups where, you know, anywhere from 15 to 600 women in a city are, you know, are wired together. And then the content, I mean, we didn't even have time to go into that, but the content, what Ford is amazing, amazing at is they call through reams and reams of content out there. And they push the content around your work relationships, your family relationships, and in your faith, you know, which is the work, love, pray of Forward and Diane's original book, they push that content to you that has been called. So instead of like, you know, terabytes of information that you would have to ream through on a daily basis to find out what's, you know, important to me, um, Ford is constantly doing that. So, you know, that's a lot of times, as Diane said, people come through the funnel, they, they get wired in because they use it as a content source. And then they say, Oh, you know what, I, I want to go meet some of these people and they show up at a local group meeting. And once you do, you never leave. And then they um, eventually do the, the um, one-on-one official mentor program, but there's so much more than that. There are books, there are study guides. Um, We just put out a year-long devotional for women called Be Refreshed, which I was, you know, hugely blessed to have the opportunity to contribute to. Um, And I gave them, Diane, you saw the picture. uh, Jenna gave one to every single one of her teachers and she was so excited Um, and they just love it. Every person that has gotten one of these devotionals they're they just come back every time we're like oh my goodness this is so speaking to me so you know um the other thing i want to say is you know if you're out there and you know you're not in the workplace right now i don't want you to think that forward is not for you either um the content's amazing the relationships are amazing diane we have a lot of women who come to forward that are relaunching their career after children or after divorce so um you know i know that's something we're always sensitive to and then no matter your age i mean we have women that are in college you know, that are getting a head start, you know, these young whippersnappers. Um, And then we have people that are literally, I think, what, Diana, in their 80s? Yeah, we have some retirees that are loving being mentors because they are giving back. Yes. So it is multi-generational. It is, um, you know, it's for no matter what level you are in an organization or if you're taking a break from your career. So, you know, definitely reach out. But Diane really personifies what I call intentional mentoring. Um, So really a blessing to have you with us today, Diane. Thank you. Well, all the glory goes to God for what's happened with Forward. And I appreciate John, you and Sandra. Sandra. 